Welcome to My on Mondays, an explorative approach to the possessive my through narratives, art, and sound. Each Monday brings a new creation and unique perspective. My on Mondays is brought to you by Ming Studios, a contemporary art space and international artist residency program dedicated to the exhibition, experience, and exploration of arts and culture. Along with exhibiting artists from around the world, Ming also serves the community by hosting innovative programs including performances, workshops, screenings, readings, artist talks, and other cultural activities. For more information or if you'd like to participate in My on Mondays, you can visit our website at mingstudios.org. Thanks so much for joining us. Today we share with you a piece by Dutch artist and filmmaker Eric Wesselo. Eric received his postgraduate degree from the College of Higher Education of the Arts in Arnhem and has exhibited his work throughout Europe and the U.S. His piece today, titled My Conversation with Clarence, features a conversation with a homeless man who lived on his front porch in New York City. According to Wesselo, this man was, for a brief period, the only constant factor in his life. E-Train wasn't my favorite train. My favorite train is the A-Train. <laughs> the A-Train to Brooklyn, yeah. But um, the A-Train goes all the way out to Plush, Queens, far back away in the sea. But uh, the E-Train, I don't know. But in all this chaos, it's an inconvenience, yeah. Hey, it's an inconvenience for them. They got nowhere to sleep. They can switch to the A train, the C train, but the E train probably was a little warmer. The A train, the C train is cold. So that's probably why everybody was sleeping on the E train. But a lot of homeless people, I'm sure they're gonna be cold tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that? Jalad? J A D L E L E U? Don't get me wrong. We're friends, we buddies, and all that. Okay? Okay? But you know I'm coming out of my face with something. So 
keep a smile, don't frown. All right? Now look, what deal did we make the last time? Okay? Now look, tomorrow's Monday. I gotta do some running around, man. And I'm gonna be honest, if I had thought about it early, I would have mentioned it. If I had thought about it early, I wouldn't let you buy me the food. But I was not fucking thinking about it. Because I was with you. You was doing the thinking, I was doing the walking. So okay, but look, this is the problem here. This this is what I'm facing right now. Okay? Now tomorrow I gotta run and get some paperwork done. Okay? And I ain't no telling what kind of fucking shit they're gonna put me through tomorrow. So what I'm saying to you, the last time you gave me 60, okay? But if we definitely are gonna do the shoot, all right? Tomorrow, I got no money. I need an advance, okay? A down payment, okay? Or if, or if we, or we can work it out like this. You give me 20 bucks, when we do the shoot, give me whatever the fuck you want. But I need the advance for tomorrow. I didn't wanna say that because see, I didn't think about what you was doing or what we was doing. All I know, your ball game, you call the shots, I'm with you. Okay? But now see, this is straight up because I felt kind of fucking bad afterwards. Then I thought to myself, well, oh, fucking shit. I wasn't thinking. Otherwise, I'd have said, okay, you buy your food, don't buy me nothing. Okay? But see, I gotta go through some changes tomorrow. I gotta go fucking run here, run there, man. And believe me, I am already fed up with Section 8. I'm already fed up with all this fucking shit for apartment, honey. The apartment is in the bag. But they want me to run over here and get ID for this. They want me to go get paperwork for this. They want me to get certified for this. And I'm like, God damn. Ain't this shit over yet? It ain't over till it's over. And then I gotta see my working. So, all I'm saying is, I need to advance, all right, a $20 for tomorrow to get this shit done and then when you're ready, we're gonna do the shoot. Whatever you wanna give me after that, I don't care. Because you're always there. You're always looking out for me. Every time I turn around, you're doing something for me. I mean, it's gonna be kinda of hard for me to pay you back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, <laughs> my hands are tied. Yeah. So, I'm just being straight up, being straight honest. When I think nervous. No, 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 but I'm, I'm, I mean. It bullshit, No, man. yeah, I, 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 I was waiting for you to come back to face. Look, the shit I, I do got to do because, you know, I tell you straight up and I, and I tell you what's what, you know. You're my friend. I got to explain. Oh, I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for a fucking bike, man. All right, all right, I tell you what. All right, I tell you what. I was looking at the paper the other day in uh, K-Marks. There's a bicycle for $69. The first of next month, man, you go to Kmart's and I buy you the bike for $69. I was fucked up. I bet we, man, your, man, your brother, I bought from your brother, we smoking. I went up at home with a guy in the building. So I was smoking that shit, right? I got off the fucking bike, parked the fucking bike, put the fucking shit on there, bro. Didn't even lock the, didn't even lock the shit. I left the fucking key in the motherfucker. Went in, ate, come back out, and the fucking bike is gone. That was negligence. Negligence. So, therefore, I feel obligated. Yo, buy your fucking bike. I know, I know, I know you didn't give a fuck. And you know how when you get drunk, you get high, you fucking slip. So. Hey guys, where we going, huh? Hey, you ain't forgive me, huh? You ain't forgive me tonight, huh? Hey, come back, hey. Hey, come on. 
To me, she was um, very nice, intelligent, witty, smart. In my opinion, this is me now. Fuck. This is from what I see. And then um, we go to the bar one night and we have a drink. And then he tells me, he says, uh, man, um, I can't think of a fucking name. Anyway, he says, me and her, we broke up. And we were sitting there drinking at the bar, man. I really had three beers. And he was drinking vodka and orange juice, a straight vodka, like running fucking water. And I looked at him, I'm like, yo, what is your fucking problem? What's going on? Why you keep taking this shit straight, you know? He taking doubles now. He not, you know, but... You know, he's like this, he's just nervous and steady. And um, this girl, Bianca, says to him, Bill, eat some bread while you drink this vodka, you know, or cognac, whatever fuck it he was drinking. And I was like, yeah, okay, you know, you know, listen to her. She knows, she's a bartender, you know? And then all of a sudden he says, I caught that fucking bitch. He was all smack. I'm like, come on. You brought me here. We're drinking to tell me the shit you caught on fucking smack. You know what I mean? I'm like, Bill, you're joking. You're serious. No smile. Serious fucking face. Tears coming down his fucking eyes. Then I realized, hey, he's serious and he's telling me the fucking truth. He's not fucking lying about this. You know? I'm like, no, man. And he says to me, you knew too, didn't you? But Bianca, his friend, the bartender, she's the one that told him. Because from what I understand, he came home one night, him and Bianca, he came from the bar, and they're friends. They're not fucking. You know, they're friends. She's fine. She's a European. She's fine. She's from, uh, I don't know, from somewhere in one of those communist countries she come from. Uh, not Poland, but Czechoslovakia. She's, she's, she, yeah, she's from Czechoslovakia. And uh, which way you want to walk? So anyway... If we're gonna walk this way, we're walking out of the park. You wanna go over to the uh, to the monument? Right. So let's walk this way. But anyway. <coughs> so Bianca came home with him one night from the bar. And um that's fine. Anyway, so don't say nothing. 
come home. He brings her upstairs to introduce her to his girl, his fiance. And uh that she is standing in the middle of the fucking floor, buck naked, off that shit. He was shocked when he walked in the door. So he said, he said he thought that she was gonna go, you know, once she seen them come in, and she was, you know, how women be running around the house naked, no clothes, no man there. You know how they they are, sit down on the couch and play with themselves and throw themselves, you know, somebody getting the shit off. You know what I'm saying? But that was the case. Shit. <laughs> but she had just got through doing that fucking shit, man. And she was naked, bro, and she was fucking on. And they said they stood there like about 15, 20 minutes. They did not fucking realize. She did not realize they was even in the apartment. So she was really on, you know. And uh, I was just kind of spellbound. I was like, this be kidding me, man, you know. And uh, he told me this himself. But, you know, he was hurt, man. I mean, you could feel it. When he talk about it, it's like he got um, adults ten dollars, children four dollars, seniors eight. I guess that's by the by the boat, the Circle Line Harbor tour. I guess that's go to the island. But anyway, he was hurt when he was saying it, so I know. You know, in, 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 in the real sense of that he was not joking about this, you know, that he was dead fucking serious, you know, and you can, you can see it in his face when he was talking about it. Let's go stand over here by the seagull. Yes, on this seagull. Oh, so if you ever see them run each other off the, off the, off the, off the top of the pole, now just run this fucker off. Hey, go. Go home. That was the deal that was going on. And I couldn't believe it because I was kind of like, you know, spellbound, kind of shocked. And uh, I was just wondering, you know, if it was really fucking true. But it was fucking true because he said it and he meant it. And I never had no idea that it was fucking his fiance, that they was engaged at all, you know. But they was engaged, you know. So I was like, damn, man, you know. And like even right now, man, he's still kind of hurt behind that shit, man. But I, hey, yo, man, I, I, I just like, yo, man, I could not even, couldn't, 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 you know what I'm saying? Even, you know, grass, that kind of shit. Because when, when me, when, when me and my, my daughter's mother broke up, I mean, it was one of those situations. Well, she was fucking with somebody else, and I didn't really find out until it was too late, you know. And he was banging her and she's sucking him off and all this other shit, you know. And somebody else came to me and said, yo, man, she's giving her pussy out of both jaw legs. I'm like, who? Darlene, get the fuck out of here. She's not doing no such thing. But see, then I was ready 
put him through the fucking wall because he said that shit to me. But actually, he was. You know? Where you want to go? I can't imagine it, I tell you. I really can't, you know. Because I've never been through that, that situation. But I, I could imagine. Once you fall in love with a woman, she breaks your heart, whatever kind of fucking way it goes. That shit hurts. And that part, I can't imagine, you know. And only that part, you know. And like I said, my daughter's mother fucked me up, man. And I mean, I was trying to kill the bitch. I was trying to do everything to the fucking bitch. I was gonna kill her, I was gonna kill the kids, my daughter, I was gonna shoot my fucking self. They're gonna find all three of us scattered on the floor. Fuck yeah, bro. When we broke up, yeah, man. Yeah, man, I was hurt so fucking bad, bro. I just like, yo, I just went flipping. I just went to this deep end. I didn't give a fuck. Because I told her, I said, yo, if I can't have you, ain't nobody else gonna have you. What the fuck am I gonna let you go for? And you fucking around with somebody else, and you're gonna raise my fucking daughter, you fucking out of your fucking mind. And I went with a clock, loaded, had an extra fucking clip, knocked on the fucking door, couldn't get in the fucking door. Waited outside, she looked out the window to see me, terrified, wouldn't come out. I'm like, God damn, you know? And, I, and a couple of times I, I put the clock up to my head, I was gonna pull the fucking trigger, but then I said to myself, no, it's gotta be all three of us. Uh, none of us, you know, <laughs> no, no, I'm upset, I'm in love, I'm, I'm hurt, you know, I'm, I'm feeling it inside, man, I mean, I'm, I'm really fucking like, off the hook, man, and, uh, knocked on the door, waiting for her to open the door so I could grab her and shoot her first, then I was gonna run in and shoot my daughter, and then I was gonna turn the fucking gun on me and shoot me, and then we were gonna find all three of us in one puddle, together, bam, they all died, together, but, Every time I try to get through the door, God will let her open the fucking door. She look at the window, see me? Shut the window, terrified, eyes like, you know? Oh, here he is again, you know? Hey, I couldn't kill her. I couldn't get my daughter. I did, she ain't gonna take me out by myself. All three of us had to go, you know? Cause I fucked her, we fucked. We did every fucking thing. We made a baby. So if you got a change in heart, bitch, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill my fucking child. And I'm gonna kill myself. We all gonna be buried together, you know. <laughs> but it just didn't work out. I tried everything, man. Well, believe me. And I stayed away from her after that. We was together for ten years, man. I popped that pussy when she was a virgin, man. Where is mine? That pussy was tight and good. And the fucking blood came out of that cunt, you know. And I was, <laughs> I was fucking serious, man. You know, honest to God, I was fucking serious. But it just so happened, no. It just didn't work, you know, it just didn't fucking work. Here I am, 
fucking her every fucking night, eating her pussy, everything good. All of a sudden, I hear all these rumors, and I didn't want to believe that shit. But then I uh, go up and I knock on the door, and I can see somebody rumbling around in there. He says, huh? I'm like, tell the motherfucker come out. And let the motherfucker come out the door. I go out the window. She opened the shades a little bit. And there this fucking guy is up in the fucking house. I'm like, you bitch. I told you, if I can't have you, ain't nobody else gonna have you. You know? And, uh, hey, she took me to court. Told the judge. I tried to kill her. I threatened to murder her. But I didn't say everything. I told her. I said, your honor, I never said no such thing. And the judge said, she's got a witness here. But when I said it, I forgot about her fucking sister was there when I said that shit to her. I told her, if I can't have you and nobody's going to have you, I fucking murder you, bitch. That's just what I said to her. And her sister was standing right there with her. And I forgot about that part. And all of a sudden, I get this summons to appear in fucking court. And I forgot all about this shit. And then I'm thinking to myself, my, what the fuck I'm getting a summons to go to fucking court for? Then when I get to court, she's there, but her sister, I don't see her sister, her sister's already in the courtroom. When I get there, then she get up and say, well, we're going before the judge. I'm like, yeah, so fucking what, you know? You fucking bitch, don't say nothing to me. Stay the fuck away from me, you know? And I fuck, fucking walked ahead of her, right? And then when I get inside the courtroom and they call the docket number, and you know how you walk up, and you got this lawyer, and you stand before the judge. And I turn around and I look. There's a fucking sister sitting there. And up to this, up to this moment, nothing dawns on me yet. Then, when the judge says, "I got a complaint from Darlene, da 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 da, you threatened to kill her, do her bodily harm," I said, "Your Honor, I said I said no such thing." And when a sister stood up and said, yes, he did, Your Honor, I was like, oh, shit. I was like, you, you know, I was like, I had to keep my mouth shut then. Because I was in the court of law. So I'm not stupid, you know. So anyway, I mean, hey, man. Just the shit that man, it just fucking hurt me so fucking bad, bro. I mean, I didn't have words to fucking describe it. Just walk close and see what's going on. Yo. I didn't have words to it to to, to describe man, how I felt. But I felt a lot of anger, a lot of hurt. So I was like, fuck it. I'm gonna end this shit between you, me, and my kids. You know, I was like, your grandmother's not gonna fucking be, your mother's not gonna be her grandma grandmother taking her and neither is mine we bought it in here and we all leave it together oh man after i told her that shit she went open the door she was terrified and like i said i had the clock cocked and everything else man i wasn't just gonna shoot her i was gonna shoot me my baby and her all three of us gonna go these beautiful jewels on the inside and we think we have to get our wisdom and our gems from somewhere else but all we have to do is polish a little bit and it's right there so by taking these actions that you're going to take in the next weeks you you polish a little bit more away of the the dirty scruffy stuff and you get to the jewel
And then, of course, ultimately, the results are beyond our control. Uh, we're only responsible for taking the action. So we turn it over, you know. We turn it over to destiny or fate or God or the life force or whatever you want to call it. And so we're going to do that today, too. And here's a bag of red ribbon, which Stephanie and Mary or Anne are going to pass out. And here's a bag of pens, courtesy of the Hilton Hotel <laughs> on 55th and 6th Avenue. They were very sweet. And you're going to write, we're all going to write, all of us are going to write a prayer on these ribbons. You guys over there take one too. Everybody take a ribbon, or you can take more than one ribbon, there's lots. And write a prayer on the ribbon for us and for the city. We are the city, like the condors at space. And you're going to tie, when you take, you know, you take your time, when you tie your ribbon on, you're going to tie your ribbon on the fence here. So the prayers will float in the wind. And, and we picked the color red because red is the color of blood and is the color of the life force. And Wopo told me that the, the color red is the color of good luck for the Chinese. And so by, by writing the prayers on the red ribbon or the, good, the, the heartfelt wishes, if you don't like the idea of prayer, we're wishing ourselves good luck. So write them down, tie them on the fence, and then we're all going to get together for the end. We're going to all gather in a circle down here for a song with Ilfra. tell you I can no longer get involved in anything you know uh, maybe I shouldn't even maybe I shouldn't even be talking to you you know because you could probably get me in trouble with my boss how do I know that I don't know that you know and, and I just start working for him I can't take a chance my job is important to me Huh? His car? I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, somewhere, but I don't know exactly where. No, I don't. I don't know. Be patient and... I can't get in touch with him because I don't know how to get in touch with him. Because I don't know where he's at right now, but all I know he's in the city. You know? If you can't get a hold of him, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I can't get involved in this, you know? My job is at stake. You know, whatever's going on between you and him, that's between you and him. Don't try not to mix me up in this mess. Well, I'm breaking up then, you know? Huh? No, I still can hear you fine. You know, you, 
I mean, whatever's going on, you got to be patient with this. You know, maybe even if you got to come around and sit and wait on him and wait on him and, and sit in the car, whatever. Do whatever it takes. Well, if you want to get your stuff, the only thing is, is to sit it out and wait on him. As long as it takes. Because if you... That's the only way you're going to get it. And you win? But what you're telling me, you know, I win. You says Jesus is Lord Jesus loves us all yours truly Clarence Walker and they're going to be making um, lanterns and walking um, that way walking north so um, you can segue into another beautiful ceremony um, at, for the for the um, for the World Trade Center and, and all of us if you want nine on that one and I see I still got ten dollars on the other one man this fucking place is driving me fucking crazy B this is the one I went to yesterday this apartment man fucking bathroom just the guy that, that sent me to look for the apartments this one right here right this apartment man the bathroom was fucked up uh toilet broke yeah fucking front room window a little small room, not big as yours, half that size. No, no, no more than from, from about right from here. That's how big your front room was. Neighborhood, forget about it. Small elevator, pissy, dark hallway. I'm like, no, no, fuck that. No, she said, well, will you be back here in the morning, then I send you out with another address to look for another department. So as soon as I get the apartment, they'll pay for everything. They pay for the security, the rent, the whole nine. All they gotta do is move in. So where you going, Queens? I gotta go to fucking, um, I'm headed back up to the fucking Bronx. But you know what I wanna fucking ask you, man? What? What's the money to eat with this morning, man? No, man, I only got no, five no, bucks No, 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 people, people, no, 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 serious, I'm not playing. 
because well, I the, the, no, the, the card, the card, the card. I, I took the card and I bought two, uh, the money you gave me, I bought two, two uh, fucking Metro cards. So that way I can run back and forth. Yeah, well, I have to hey, what's up, honey? How you doing? Good. All right. I have to change it, man. I need a couple of bucks. Man, all right, whatever. Because, man, I'm fucking like, yo, B. I'm so fucking tired, man. I, I slept last night, man. I was fucking cold as a motherfucker. I woke up this morning, I was fucking like sore, man. I'm tired of this fucking shit, man. Sleeping out here, man. That's why I'm trying to get this apartment down quick as I can, bro. You know? And run back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, man. I just wish I could find an apartment right away. But, you know, I guess he wanted to fucking try me. You know? I don't know. I, I fucking chunky and bummy, man. And fucking the front door, the first... Like this here, you you come through like two doors. Like the the first door, like when you go through, that was all open. But the second door's got like one of those little steel fences. Fucking nothing, bro. I was like, no, this is not for me, man. Yeah. Apartment was totally like somebody lived in there and got mad. Like, yo, <laughs> beat it up. <laughs> serious. Serious, man. And I said, yo, man, I said, uh, you know what we're going to eat? You know, I said, uh, I said, you buy, I said, you, if you, if you buy it, I said, I'm, you know, I don't mind if I to eat, you know. But he says, he's the one that come on. So he goes down there. He goes down here to this to this uh, Korean restaurant, right? Here, the one we're going now, the Korean restaurant. So he says, come on. So we go down there. He says, whatever you want, get, right? So I got it, right? And this little fucking Korean came unglued. <laughs> this little motherfucker came unglued. Oh. Oh, you do, you're homeless, all you do is bang. You don't work and I'm like, yo, dude, I work. You just don't see me work. You don't know what I do. So, what's your problem? Oh, this and that. I don't like your kind. Oh, no. He said that. That hit me. My kind, motherfucker. Then I started telling him, I said, didn't fucking United States intervene in fucking Korea, man? North and South Korea? I said, motherfucker, you want to see another Korean conflict, bitch? <laughs> he looked at me. He couldn't believe what I was saying that. But this little motherfucker, that he got some <laughs> shit with him, man. He do. He got some fucking shit with him. I don't know what it is yet. So yeah, but he's not here now. He be here on the Sunday. No, 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 the young guy. See this little mother. No, no, next time. I can't tell me how I'm gonna ring your bell. I come upstairs. So where you guys gonna cut out to tonight? It's cold out here. What do you mean you guys? I blew him up the other day. <laughs> when you see me walking, I just came back this afternoon. When yeah. you see me coming back, two and a half days later. Alright. Well now I told him, I said, I don't, I don't I'm not your girl. You don't treat me like I'm your girl, so fuck you, kiss my ass, and we can be friends if you want to, otherwise we get it, because I will never be under her around my again. As long as I live. I that. Either with me or you're not with me. Either I'm with you or I'm not with you. It's that no, no in between. That's good. Talk to you later, baby. All right, Jeff, we cool. We got right here. Especially on the train. What's up, dude? Oh, and this country ain't never was founded on peace. You know? It's founded on war. Destruction. That's how America became America. You know? They was, they was sellers, they was go-getters, you know? They was the bad guy, they was do or die, you know? You know, so, that's what make America great, because today we have all kind of people in this country, 
It's a diverse country, America, you know? And that's why we slow to rap, rap. You can't, you can't be quick to rap. It's, it's, I mean, if you make a judgment, a snap decision, you gotta, you gotta think about millions. You gotta think of people that founded this country from all over Europe, all over the continent. So, basic, this is European America. <coughs> <coughs> no comment. I take the fifth and the Ten Commandments. I can't comment on that because for a simple reason is I don't know. That something just don't just don't jive with the whole thing. It's not it's not kosher. There's something wrong there. It's either a prophecy or it's a fuck up. So time will tell. I don't know if the beginning of America, the ending of America, or the beginning of Afghanistan, or the ending of Afghanistan. But I'm sure in time, it'll come to the surface. So when do you miss the Twin Towers? Well, like I said, I take the fifth and the Ten Commandments, no comment. <laughs> no comment. No comment. Uh, what do you no think comment. we are, uh, what are we smelling the whole time here? the financial district? Uh, down here, the stench of bodies, death. You know, the stench of bodies, death, from the World Trade Center bombing. That's what we smelling down here. And all kind of, I don't know. It's, um, it's hard to tell. Ain't no telling what was in the plane, you know. Maybe there's something else was in the plane, you know. But only time would tell, you know. Took out seven thousand bodies in one day, you know. You know, they, I don't get it. Thank to the bottom of it. It's just gonna take ten years to clean it up. Ten years, an awful long time, you know. That's an awful long time. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tune in next week for new work by Bosnian poet Shevad Frabats. <laughs>